Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Now, in this episode, we are doing a special Apple update. That's right. You might have seen on my LinkedIn page or some of my social media that I'm posting about Apple taste off uh, from, you know, using new varieties from Michigan, from New York, from Washington. That's because the seasons are upon us. That's right. So today, I got my buddy Ross Nelson. Now, Ross is the new Director of Retail Execution at Indianapolis Fruit Company. Congratulations, Ross. Glad that you are on board over at Indy Fruit Company because we have some cool things happening from Indianapolis Fruit Company starting on October 5th. That's right. You're going to see some true winners in the industry. So we're going to talk a little bit about upcoming supply with Ross Nelson on Washington, New York, and Michigan Apples. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get Ross Nelson on the line to kick this apple season off. Hey, Ross. Welcome back to the show, man. Thanks, Patrick. Glad to be here. Yeah, so today we are going to talk all things apples, but not the traditional apple that people are thinking of. I know we're in the produce industry, but even Apple just released new products yesterday. They've got the new iPad and the new Apple Watch, but we're not going to talk about that. We are going to talk about actual apples, fruit from New York, from Michigan, and from Washington. Am I right? You are 100% right. We're in the fall season, so we have to talk apples. That's what it's all about right now. And one of my favorite things is is some apple pie, man. I love it. My wife can make good apple streusels, some apple pie. I mean, I love apples all the way around. And I don't know if you remember, I did that apple taste off uh, this year and I had about eight different apple varieties that I, you know, was who was the apple winner. And that opal apple just uh, really, really killed it. It got my taste buds just really going for it. And I believe, I know it's somewhere in the future that there will be an apple taste off number two. And I think I got to get some uh, origin from Michigan and New York this time. It can't just be California and Washington, Ross. You're 100% right there. You know, they've got some great apples with the dragons and ruby frost coming out of New York and Michigan with the Zestar and Evercrisp. You know, those are some great varieties. And with fall coming about, you can't go wrong with uh, all sorts of apples right now. Yeah, for sure. So talk to me. What's going on? Talk to me about where we are within supply and these three different regions that are going to be producing apples within the produce industry and what's going to be on the shelves. Sounds good. Well, let's start with New York over on the east. Um, you know, they're forecasted this year to have 30 million bushels of apples, which is uh, right in the realm of where they were last year with 31,429. An average year is 30 million, so they're right on track for average. Uh, 80% of the apples that are actually grown in New York are sold fresh. Uh, only 20% go to process. And then, like we mentioned just a little bit ago, the exclusive ones to that state are the Snapdragons and Ruby Frost, which are really good apples, uh, crisp and delicious. You know, you can do so many different things with them. The state does not grow any organic apples, which is, you know, uh, something that I think in time they will look at, you know, especially with the organic growth category that's going on. 
you know, uh, Michigan is also in the same boat where they don't grow any organic very or very little. So I think these states are definitely missing a category right there that uh, definitely could lead into some growth for them. And then the apples that they use for processed are turned a lot into juice, sliced apples, and applesauce. Um, and then talking to you know, some people in New York, a lot of the COVID impact this year has been stronger retail sales. They're really looking at bag, more bag programs just from a food safety standpoint. And uh, a lot of those impact of the uh, PPE going into the growers. And if one person within a harvest team comes down with COVID, they have to shut the whole team down and the impacts of that. So, you know, they're trying to do everything in a safe and manageable effort to ensure that harvest does go on for the, the short duration that they can and all the apples that they can get harvested are either uh, processed or put in those to storage for the season. No food waste, right? That's the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. And moving over to Michigan, looking at what they have forecasted for this year is 22.5 million bushels. Last year, it was 22.5, and an average year is actually 25. So they're down a little bit looking at this year compared to an average year. Uh, you know, they started harvesting in late August, and they will go, you know, until mid-November when frost hits. Uh, now, what's kind of different is that state, only 50% are sold fresh, and the other 50% are sold to processing. Uh, that state has a big following in, yeah. How? And that, that state has a big following in, in hard cider. You believe a lot of the uh, hard cider actually comes from, from Michigan. There's a lot, you know, I was up in that state a few years ago, kind of checking things around and do the amount of little apple cider or hard cider, uh, little side stands and restaurants and stuff has really increased over the last couple of years. So there's a lot of opportunity there. They do a lot of wine and spirits, apple juice, applesauce, baby food, goods, caramel apples and candy apples. Um, also are a lot of the other processed ways that they're used. And then as we talked a little bit ago, the exclusive apples are Zestar and Evercrisp, which are, you know, predominantly Midwest apple varieties. I they also do not grow any apples of Ross. Like you, you got like a Snapdragon, a, a, a Evercrisp. I mean, I mean, I know the traditionals, the Red Delicious, the Granny Smith, I mean, the Honeycrisp, uh, you know, the, all these varieties, are they... Um, are they new varieties or is they, are they just particular to these regions? They're particular to those regions and, and also new. The Snapdragon and, and uh, Ruby Frost from, from New York or have been around for a couple of years, but have really been growing the last couple of years. In my last role, we did a big promotion where you bought one Snapdragon bag, you got the other one free. And uh, it was a huge, huge success that we did with those New York apples. And Michigan does real well with the Zestar and Evercrisp. It's another good apple that is, you know, crisp and great for eating and also, you know, multi-purpose. Hmm. And then also kind of the same, same as New York, you know, COVID has impacted uh, the apple industry in so many ways. Uh, you know, the retail is so hard, is so large compared to the food service and what they normally have. You know, uh, what we saw with the COVID impact, you know, people stocked up on apples. So, you know, the people have been eating apples and, and strong with the apple category you know, since this whole time and that they continue to see growth. You know, they've been seeing three to 5% growth in the category and everybody just is looking forward to being safe and healthy to, to ensure that the consumers can consume, consume apples and the supply chain remains strong and constant. Wow. So since we talked about those two states, we got to save the biggest and the baddest for last, which is Washington. Um, now, the information I have there is in, in boxes, not bushels, so it's a little bit of a different 
different scenario, but they're they're projecting to have 134 million boxes, which is on par for the same as last year. Uh, they did have a little bit of weather over the Labor Day weekend with some storm and damage, which may reduce the inventory a little bit and take that number down. In 2019, they had 133 million boxes. Looking at the, the last five years, the average is 128. So they're doing well. Uh, they're above last year in the, the average. You know, they harvest from mid-August through November. They have a diverse makeup and state-of-the-art storage technology. So their apples are year-round. Uh, new crop galas are being shipped out now. New crop honeycrisp are coming out. And, you know, the hype of Washington is that Cosmic Crisp, which, you know, last year was its first year debuting and uh, was very, very cute, very strong and a very small volume. This year, the release date is looking like November 23rd, 2020. So I'm sure we're going to see lots of hype around that and a lot of excitement for that to come out because there's going to be a huge demand and it's going to sell out quickly. Now, looking at that, you know, they can produce more apples in January because of the parentage and how long that the apples have been on the tree, you know, three-year trees and so forth are available to be in January versus, you know, the November, there's always a smaller crop. So there's going to be a lot of fun hype, and I think that's going to be a really another good apple that's going to get out there, and you'll be able to dazzle people's taste buds for a few weeks, and then it's going to be gone. Now, looking at Washington, they supply 80% of the apples are fresh, and only 20% goes to process, which makes sense because a lot of it goes to export. The Bocosma Crisp will be exclusive to Washington growers for the next 10 years, and that variety will be then probably adapted to the other states that are growing apples. You know, you've got the fan favorite Honeycrisp, which is, you know, a beautiful red apple, sweet, juicy, and a zing of tartness, and its texture, which is uh, just huge. You know, that, that apple is just taken over and the number one spot and just continues to be a retail favorite. I know in my previous role, uh, Honeycrisp always did well as a, a fan favorite and when you had an ad to run. Now, Washington does grow organic, and about 15% of their total crop is organically grown, which is more than doubled in the last 10 years. The volume organic of organic Washington apples is expected to grow by 42% this year compared to last season. And the dry, arid climate lowers the pest and disease stress, which allows the state to be leading in organic apple production. The processed apples for Washington are also used in juice, sauce, snacks, and more. Um, so that's always a good thing. And then, you know, looking at the COVID, you know, a lot of the same information from the other states, they ship a lot to export. Over 60 markets worldwide are served by Washington apples. They have a ton of fresh and they, thankfully, all the ports have remained open during the time. So even though there was slower process of getting the apples exported, they still were able to continue to supply all of the worldwide market that depends on Washington apples and many of people's daily diet. Now we got a lot of apples coming out. We got a lot, a lot, a lot of apples. But you know, I want to back up there real quick um, because in, in my world, I deal in the boxes and you said bushels as well. Think about a consumer coming into the grocery store. They don't know what a bushel is, right? They know what a box is, but you know, and not in traditional ways, but what's a bushel? What, tell everybody what a bushel is. So a bushel of apples is um, something that, you know, it's mostly used between, you know, Michigan and um, New York. You know, it's a measure of quantity. It equals about 64 U.S. pints or 35.2 liters. Um, 
you know, it, it in equivalent to boxes, it's it's different kind of measurement. You know, it uh, has about eight gallons. Um, looking at, you know, that that capacity, so it, it's definitely a larger thing. You know, sometimes you will see in the stores those bushel baskets. You know, those aren't as prevalent as they were years ago, where you used to have those mm. displays with yep. the bushel baskets and everything in them. You know, everybody's into boxes now, but a lot of people still look at units of measurement in bushels and, you know, from farmers, you know, they use the, the baskets and the bins, which hold the bushels. So it just is relative to whatever is the unit of measure for the state. No, I agree. I, I think that the, uh, between the bushels and the boxes, there can be some confusion. Um, but again, when, once they know what it is, then they're gonna be like, oh, wait, that's the bushel. That's the box, 100%. So as I'm thinking about all these apples that are coming out, I started thinking about some of the recipes um, that you can make with apples. And I, I want to close at that point, right? I want to make sure we give our listeners some good uh, recipes, right? So what are some things that we can do with apples? And one of my favorite things uh, that I like to do is cut the apples open or cut them open. I slice them in wedges. I got this little apple tool that I, it cores the apple for me. And then, you know, I get my four or five to six different wedges, cut those up and then put them in a salad. I mean, that, that's always a great uh, way to use apples uh, as well as another fun way to use it is applesauce, right? So uh, what goes best with applesauce? pork chops or some type of pork does as well. Um, some of the things that we do is we always have applesauce stocked within our fridge because our kids love applesauce. It doesn't matter if it's those to-go squeeze applesauces or if it's just an apple. Um, I can tell you right now, I believe we do have some Honeycrisp sitting on the, on the shelf right now. We've got like three left. We get those big, uh, um, what are they? Those big trays from uh, Costco or Sam's Club, Ross. Those, you know what I'm talking about? Those big ones that they serve. They got like 14 to 16 different. Oh, apples, yeah. Right? Um, so yeah, so there's many things you can do with apples. Um, I'm ready to try some of these new apples, these varieties. I mean, I've never even heard of some of these, so I can't wait to try these. And Ross, I appreciate you jumping back on man and giving us this update, uh, to the industry about all the apples that are going to be hitting the market. Well, thanks Patrick. I'm sure you're going to have a huge variety to pick from for your next apple tasting. And I'm sure with the various States, they're all going to want, uh, to support you and have their input in that so you can get try from around the USA. Yeah, we'll have to get the real, we need all states, all places, all growing regions, and we need to have a true apple taste off. It might take us like three or four of them, Ross, but I believe we are going to get down to who is the apple king. So I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me, Patrick. It's always a pleasure to be here. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.